to Old Fashioned Finance, the podcast that mixes cocktails and high finance. I'm your host, Jason Demland, and I am joined, as always, and in the future, by my good friend and fellow money muddlers, Caleb Frankert and Jason Burnell. Jason, can a podcast about finance be entertaining? Not Not without without alcohol! alcohol. Woo! (laughs) All right, let's mix it up. All right, today we've got a great episode in store for you out there. We're talking about a very New Year's-y kind of cocktail and a very New Year's-y list of financial resolutions. Mm -hmm. So before we dive into today's content, how the heck are you guys doing? Yeah, good. Yeah, happy. I'm ready for the New Year. Yeah, happy New Year's. It's, you know, the end of one and the beginning of another. I mean, just an arbitrary date on the calendar, but here we go. But uh, <laughs> time but it means a lot. <laughs> it means a lot. This episode is being recorded before Christmas, but will air after Christmas. So this is the episode from Christmas past from the future. Did also, New wow. Year's Eve from New the future Year's. from the more past. How because do you set was, your flux capacitor to go to a flux? Is that what it's <laughs> It's going to be easy. People will be so busy. They're probably yeah. listening to this after New Year anyway. If you're not, this is going to this is gonna charge you up for yeah, the New yeah, Year. Yeah. You're going to be right. ready to go. You're all Christmas partied out. Yep. You're realizing that all you have ahead of you, if you're in the Midwest, is uh, slush and cold <laughs> and depressing no sun for like yeah. the next three months. And the then best we, we've part got of winter is February over. to look forward to. The longest, shortest month ever. <laughs> <laughs> the longest, shortest. Uh, and then March and then the lousy smarch weather that shows up. Hey, this is vocal sunshine right here. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Hopefully, that's a, you know what? I think we should add that to the tagline. Vocal sunshine? Vocal sunshine. (laughs) For the winter months. That's right. Yeah. Get your vitamin D right here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) So uh, what are we talking about today, Jason? You brought me for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) Today's cocktail is the French 75, Caleb, which I had never heard of. I will... will, I'll just be honest. As As a professional cocktail person nowadays, there are still many things that I do not know. Most of them, like what an aperitif is, or you know what that is, though, <laughs> or what was the thing I just asked you, Dave? What up Digestive. versus oh, on yeah, the rocks? Yeah, yeah. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> this drink is served up. Well, although depending on what recipe you're looking at, yeah. So, Caleb, dive in the yeah. French 75. It's New Year's Eve. Why? And what the heck is it? Well, uh, that bottle over there, champagne, or the closest thing we have to it, that's not a bottle of Dom. But if it was, we wouldn't be mixing it anyway. So uh, <laughs> it's a champagne drink. It, let's standards. just say when I popped the cork, it flew way across the office. So um, <laughs> That means that's a sign of good champagne, I think. I think so. It was very There's carbonation. Either yeah. that or you shook it. I did two. not. No we foam anywhere. Careful. NBA final style. Huh? <laughs> I didn't put this out all over the office. <laughs> so the French seven. 75 to keep us on track is actually a <laughs> pretty you. old cocktail i found out um and this is like prohibition era and it's in the savoy cocktail book that we yes. reference quite a bit harry craddock the uh thief, thief. of cocktails <laughs> <laughs> that's when it kind of solidified its place in history uh when it made it into that savoy cocktail book named after a french 75 millimeter gun yeah Th- actually that do you, have you heard of this you're kind of a war no, buff no. so i have a 22 millimeter <laughs> yeah that's a 75 gigantic. would hurt really bad yeah, it's, right it's a lot of millimeters yeah um, both hands i think it's a cannon <laughs> and it was kind of revolutionary for cannons i did a little bit of reading on it okay it was the first cannon of its kind to not like blow backwards i had a fixed mm. wheelbase and a uh like a 
hy- a hydraulic kind of compression dealy to keep it from going way out of whack. So the, these Frenchmen could fire this cannon 10 rounds a minute. So wow. that was that was quite an advance back then, and this is like late 1800s, early 1900s, actually. Mm-hmm. So we're like World War One era cannon. Um, so it's pretty cool. You could you just you, all you had to do is when the cannon thing flopped back down, load it back up, and fire it again. And uh, French 75 is uh, English for uh, soixante cans, oh, which is oh, French for yeah. 75. <laughs> cool. <Yeah. laughs> you just made all here's, of that up. <laughs> no, here's an interesting <laughs> anecdote. I took French in high school. I'm really bad at it. If there's any actual French speakers out there, they are humiliated right now uh, for me. <laughs> but if I'm not mistaken, Soissons cans is 6015 in English. Hmm. So that's how they do 75. And I don't know why. Oh, I see. Somebody write the show. And let us know why. That doesn't really have much to do with the canon or this drink. No. Uh, but I wanted to educate you all that didn't know that. I honestly can't figure <laughs> out why this drink is named a French 75, but it's stuck. Um, <laughs> so that's what we're going to call it, dang it. I think it's because it'll knock you on your butt. Well, okay. But we haven't tried this yet. No. Well, let's take it more. All reviews say that it's not. It's a lot less violent than the actual canon. So <laughs> we'll let's, find let's, out. Let's take, you know what? Cheers, guys. Oh, cheers. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. Happy New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't recommend inhaling. <laughs> Ooh, okay, that's fun. Do you want? What, 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 what do you think about it right now? Go. It knocked me on my butt. <laughs> do, you, do you want to try again <laughs> without breathing? Wow. It? Uh, that is delicious. I okay. Yeah. I really love champagne. Uh-huh. I really love champagne drinks. Yeah, <laughs> you got to watch out for that thing. It'll get you. <laughs> Having the lemon in here makes it super refreshing. I'm surprised delightful. I like it with the lemon. It's. It's not overly sour, so it's not like the sours that we've done on this show. No. Well, yeah. let me let me uh, talk about the ingredients. You might be surprised. Okay. I uh, bet there's lemon something. <laughs> so uh, now, generally, you don't like lemon juice at all in your cocktails. It has ruined so many cocktails for me. This one's made. Uh, I, I got the recipe off of Liquor.com, which is different from the Savoy uh, recipe, and I'll go over that real quick. But one ounce of gin, a half ounce of lemon juice, a half ounce of simple syrup, and three ounces of champagne. I mixed it up in a in a mixing glass. Uh, with ice and then strained it into our our wine glass here. I didn't have any champagne flutes. That's what you're <laughs> supposed to do. Uh, but there's a lot more lemon in there than um, what I, I I guess for as much lemon as is in there. I like this. This is pretty good. I think that there's a, for as much lemon as there is. There's a balancing amount of sugar. I think that's probably what's doing it. Right. So there's right. some controversy on this one. All the good ones have controversy. Let's hear it. Right? Well, yeah. I, I mean, cocktail history. If there's anything we've learned, it's that. Nobody knows anything about when anything happened, right. and everybody has stolen everything from everyone else. I'm going to read the recipe from the Savoy cocktail book, right. uh, which is just slightly different. Uh, two-thirds gin, one-third lemon juice, one spoonful powdered sugar, mm. pour into a tall glass containing cracked ice, and fill up with champagne. Oh. You know, a lot of these recipes are like, just top off with this, yeah. but how big is your glass? That's a lot of champagne. I yeah. mean, in my well, mind, that would be a lot of champagne. I think there was, was a lot more... top it off... There was a lot more standardized glasses... Uh, oh. Back like prohibition time. Okay, so like wine glass, you would see that. Uh, that actually it was, I think, a two two ounce jigger full, mm. like as a as a portion. And I think the glasses were. Oh, now I don't know how many ounces. It was like six, eight, four, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't using a giant glass, in other words. Hey, I don't think so. Like yeah. it'd be different. Like a highball had a specific amount of ounces. Okay. Yeah. How much? How many ounces in a regular wine glass that we use I now? I thought like eight, but it's 
Maybe even a little bit more than that. I don't know. I you know what? Go wrong. We don't have that much time to spend on it. This is now a 30-minute <laughs> show. Uh, but what was interesting in the Sav- uh, Savoy cocktail book is there was a little, uh, not all of these have comments, but it said underneath in red, hits with remarkable precision. I, uh, huh. There's I think the French 75 yeah, connection. Yeah, French I like connection. that. French connection. Um, oh, man. I think I might make these uh, for New Year's Eve. Not going to lie. You might so, as well. I, you, you know, we just have regular champagne on New Year's Eve. This is better. No, it this is. is way better than this regular champagne. This is amazing, yeah. actually, compared to that. And you get gin. It, you don't yeah. have to the buy gin, a real the, expensive champagne. No. That's the thing. The gin is, it makes a huge difference in yeah. this drink. I mean, it makes it... It's, like, it's really smooth. It is. Oh, Here's where some of the controversy comes in. Little did they know when, when this uh, drink was uh, concocted that gin played really well with uh, champagne. Um, actually, what was more commonly paired with champagne was cognac. Yeah. So there are a lot of French 75 yeah. uh, recipes out there that call for cognac. Instead, uh, David Wondrich, I believe, said, hey, either or, man, whichever, they're both pretty good. You try it out. Cognac seems a lot more French than gin. It that, sure yeah, does. It's a yeah. British... Yeah. Booze. All right. Well, that's probably enough about the drink, right, Jason? Uh, we can. I. I would love to to pontificate on it more. Yeah. Let's just talk about. No, let's move on. To the <laughs> <laughs> so that brings us to our finance topic of the day. Uh, new Year's is approaching. On the new year, many folks decide that it's time to make some resolutions, to mm. decide to do some things good for themselves, because every every other time was really inconvenient. It's December first. I'm not going to make a resolution. I'm going to live like crap for another month. And then <laughs> I'm hoping January, to not do anything. Yeah. In January, I will start something good. Well, I know that usually we're talking about eating better or um, working out. Those are really big New Year's resolutions. But financial resolutions are really popular. Yeah. And if you get on the internet and just look for some financial New Year resolutions, you will see a bunch. And that's exactly what I did. And I Googled and found from Schwab uh, an article about just five New Year's resolutions that will get you in financial shape for 2022. And I thought cool. it would be fun to go through those and kind of give our two cents on what whether these are good resolutions, how you can actually keep them, and that sort of thing. Is this one of those classic for it or again it? At, at the end of it, end of the day, yeah. <laughs> okay. it's, it, are you for it or are you again it? <laughs> All right. Well, let's get right into let's it, do Jason. It. <laughs> All right. Uh, New Year's resolution, uh, financial resolution, number one. Create a budget and go. Wow. Uh, that's a big one. Yeah. Are you for it or are you again it? <laughs> oh, I see. That's how uh, we're doing this. Uh, huh? I'm again it. Uh, Wait, what? No, I mean not. for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm for. Having a budget. What I'm again? <laughs> it's actually doing the work. Yeah. It's a pain in the butt. Yeah. I, I mean, I've found that most people's budgeting techniques are, are really, really very they're various. I mean, they're all over the place. I kind of, I'm kind of loose on this one. I'll be honest. I, I don't, I don't need to have like a ledger with exact like precision, but that makes sense. You know, for me, it's kind of a fluffy thing. I don't know. I, I think that, uh, that talking about money is what the resolution one should be talking about money, like talking about it with your significant other spouse Mm-hmm. You, you need a plan. That's a good yeah. first step. Yeah. yeah, because I think we jump right into budget and everyone sees these budgeting forms and then it's just like hit the panic button. And the reality is, is some variation of, you know, looking at my bank records or using envelopes or, you know, whatever technique works, it really comes down to 
are we on the same page at the end of the day? And can we, you know, pinky swear and spit shake on it? And I, I think that's everything when it comes to budgeting. You know, I think uh, because most resolutions, not just financial resolutions, are abandoned pretty early on. I wrote a blog about that last year. It, it's surprising how many are abandoned. There's a, there's something called National Quitters Day, by the way. <laughs> Sweet. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I always like to say, hey, happy National Quitters Day. How are your resolutions going? I think like you said, you know, take it one step at a time. The first step is make sure you're on the same page, right? Having a, having the most precise budget in the world laid out doesn't make any sense if you're not on the same page and you're not going to stick to it. It increases the likelihood of abandoning it by that National Quitters Day. So I think really taking the first steps in that right direction is just as important probably. And when it comes to a budget, it's so easy to get off track. It's so easy to be discouraged and just scrap yeah. the whole thing. A budget's a living and breathing thing. You make adjustments on the fly. You're probably making adjustments every month. I think that's another big one. Don't be discouraged if it doesn't seem to work right away. And like every other resolution that you have, you decide you quit it. You, you got to got to keep at this. That's one. why I'm coming back to like just like the basics of the basics here. I would say select maybe two or three things that you're going to try to do the first month. Like for me, it's delete every credit card out of the Amazon Prime account. <laughs> okay, no more drinking and buying Amazon Prime whatever. <laughs> okay, like we don't need that. You know, something as basic as that and see how it goes. Make it harder. I, I yeah, I think that uh, a gradual approach is but we've talked about budgeting before and it's there's some psychological block yeah. to doing this because it's it can be overwhelming. You can hold yourself to too high of a standard if you're married. One of you can be a lot more particular than the other one. That always happens. Uh, so I think it does make a lot of sense to set smaller goals throughout the year. And like you said, Caleb, it is an ongoing mm-hmm. living kind of thing. So maybe your goal is to look at your finances once a month, once a week, and just try to hold yourself to that and gradually compound on that with more that you add. But I will stand for budgeting. Doing it always seems overwhelming, mm-hmm. but it's once you actually look at all the money, rarely have I gone through it with somebody and it been a lot worse than what they had thought. Like they might be spending a lot more money in some place than they thought they were, but usually they're like, it's okay if I don't spend 20% of my income on Lego bricks. It's usually (laughs) way more manageable than what people want to believe. And that's the reason people don't look at it in the first place is they're afraid of what they might find out when they see where the money's going. But again, it's, it's usually pretty manageable if you're just intentional with, with the, and honest with yourself. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's why I like, I like to use the opportunity as the, the new year of saying, I'm going to get on the same page yeah. as my spouse. Yeah. We're going to communicate and we're going to plan a time that, that that's actually going to happen. And the budget's important, but I, I don't, if you didn't save $5 last year and all of a sudden you're going to max out your IRA, yeah. That's not probably going to occur. <laughs> Let's ease into it a little bit and see where we go from there. Yeah, try to be realistic. Like any resolution. Yeah, it's really true. Like we were like, <laughs> I'm going to eat healthy. And <laughs> yeah, December, right. like December 31st, you just had 6,000 calories of candy. I had two party packs <laughs> at Taco Bell. And the next day you're like, <laughs> I'm only eating broccoli. Yeah. I was going to say like that commercial, you hear the gong and you go, oh, Taco Bell. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> On my drive I'm going to eat healthy this year. Gong. <laughs> you know, that's oh. that. every time I t- we talk about budgeting or finance, I always think of... 
physical fitness and nutrition. Uh-huh. They seem really similar. My sister is a nutritionist. You guys know. Um, she makes us all feel bad about ourselves. Um, <laughs> In so many but ways. But not really. She's very encouraging. Uh, I'm going to plug her. Check out my sister. That seems inappropriate. <laughs> Hey, she is married and yeah. she has several Don't children. Don't check her out. Do not, if you check my sister out, I will get you. <laughs> Once the shoulder's back, I'll <laughs> tell you what. Yeah, wait, you just wait. I'm going to be even stronger when this is done. No, uh, check out her business. There you go. <laughs> um, basic body solutions. But basically, we talk all the time about the same psychological impact of somebody that knows exactly what to do, but doesn't do it. And that's that's the same with finance, the same with, with fitness. We all know that we shouldn't have just eaten so much for lunch, but we did anyway. Um, oh, it was fun. It's the same. It's the same with finance. So I like the idea of taking baby steps, taking a measured approach. Um, this article here has uh, like a bunch of tips on how to make your budget happen. What do you guys think about this? Pay yourself first. Calculate your personal net worth annually. Project the cost of essential big ticket items throughout the year. Retired? Invest your living expense money conservatively, hey. or prepare for emergencies. Oh, Caleb <laughs> dislikes one of those. Hey, the rest of it sounds like good old fashioned budgeting to me. Uh, the invest your your living expenses money conservatively. Uh, okay, maybe when I read that, uh, all right, it sounds Work with worse than it is. Financial planner. <laughs> well, it's talking about having your expenses, yeah, yeah, yeah. liquid, yeah, like twelve months. Okay. Yeah, well, we sense. did a retirement room time about this. So anyway, yeah, check uh, that uh, out, no, y'all. You know what? No need to go into that too much. This sounds like basic budgeting. Budgeting for it or again it for the new year. For it, I'm for it. I'm for it. Make it a New Year's resolution, y'all. French seventy-five. Ding. For it or again it. For it. <laughs> for yeah, it. Even with more champagne. 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 It's quite good. Oh, okay. Hey, well, fill me up a little bit there. Oh, I thought. Here, I'll be your buddy. Not with your glass. With Ooh. the champagne. <laughs> Resolution number two, gentlemen, Ooh, uh, that this article shows is manage your debt, which is really talking about getting out of debt. I think. Um, we all know that getting into debt is a big problem for almost everyone, no matter your income level, no matter your net worth level. Uh, we, I think that we're all again debt. Again it. Is anyone here for debt? Not even a little. No. Debt's really bad. This might be easy. So let's talk about ways. If you have a New Year's resolution that is to manage your debt, what is some stuff that you can actually do that's actually actionable throughout the year? Step one, don't add any more. That, okay, that's really easy. A New Year's resolution. No new no debt. debt. Yeah. There you go. Read my <laughs> lips. No <laughs> new debt. Yeah. Like well, it. that's yeah. that's a bad. It is. I mean, history. just because <laughs> HW have immediately increased taxes, uh, but you won't. No. You'll, you won't add more debt. No. no. No, sir. I think Stay away the, from credit cards. You know, you just you can't that zero percent or cash back bull crap. You just need to stay Hey, this away is a family it. show. I know. You can't say well, bull. It's not what I wanted to say. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, one of the thoughts that popped in my mind is. Uh, Look at refinancing your house. If you haven't done that, um, interest rates are going to feel some pressure next year. Um, I think it's an important consideration. Uh, you know, find a mortgage uh, person that you like. Um, you know, shop around a little bit, see what you can do. But um, I'm not suggesting you go and cash out and you know go buy a new Maserati. But you know, I do think that it makes sense to look at reducing your your uh, interest rate and. It really does make sense right now, and yeah. it probably won't for very much longer. You're right. That's a great. That's a great point. Uh, refinancing your mortgage. I, I have to say though, I worked at a, the bank in the bank. Be careful for a long time, and so did both of you guys. And I was an idealist. I still am. Um, but back then, I thought I work for the bank. They want me to sell debt primarily. But what I'm going to do? 
is I'm going to help people get out of debt. With debt. So I would help people refinance their mortgage. I would help them balance transfer to a 0% interest rate credit card. I would help them get a a debt consolidation loan. I would help them consolidate student loan debt. And almost every time that I did that, they just got into more debt because I'd made it easier for them. It creates capacity for more debt, which is scary. I mean, I I have recommended clients to do um, debt consolidation loads to get get out of uh, credit card debt Mm because it's the only reasonable option. But you absolutely have to stop racking up credit card debt cut those things up pay it off you know yeah. get on a, a fixed set schedule it's dangerous um because you you can increase your capacity for more debt so if you're not good at uh you know the budgeting and all the other things and you end up hey christmas time uh you ended up throwing a couple thousand bucks more on the credit card and you're you're back in that same hole you were you got to be real careful that's the next thing i'm going to say is uh, credit card debt from the holidays, get on it now. Get on it now. Yeah, the, the best place to start is by not adding. And secondly, then you should just, you should, you got to prioritize aggressive. getting rid of it, which is why the budget thing makes a lot of sense as the sure first does. step. Yeah. You're gonna, now you know how much you can actually throw yeah, at it. Find some money in that budget and throw it at this thing. So yeah. it's, it's, it's important. Manage your debt for it again. I'm for it. You should get completely out of debt. There is no question. If anybody has listened to more than a couple episodes of this podcast, debt is the enemy for financial independence. You need to get rid of it. If you want to retire ever, if you want to retire early, if you want just to have peace of mind and quality of life, you need to manage your debt. And managing is a polite way of saying, get rid of all of it. All right. What's number three? Resolution number three, optimize your portfolio. This is, uh, (laughs) we might as well be saying We just spent a lot of time doing this. (laughs) Today was our due diligence day uh, at Blue Jay Financial Group, so we were just agonizing over this, and then we joke that (laughs) the the amount of value that it provides might might not be equal to the amount of work we put into it, uh, but it is very important. It is. So we could probably argue this from a negative, uh, a not optimized portfolio or a really crummy one, which mm-hmm. a lot of people have. Let's think about folks that's primary investment is their 401k or 403b, and they're just shoved right into a, a stable value fund or a, uh, a retirement date fund that is super expensive and actually not quite lined up with what their financial goals are. Or a crap ton of international stocks. Or a whole bunch <laughs> of international. Emerging so, markets, <laughs> marijuana stocks. Let's just keep going. There's a lot going on here. Uh, this Schwab article, which I should probably reference, it's called New Year's Financial Revolu- Resolutions. Ooh, Get revolution. your finances. No. French Revolution. Ooh. The French 70. The Soissons <laughs> Cannes. <laughs> Back on task. Cue Les Mis here. I love that. Jean Valjean. And man, that's good. Sorry. Back, back to Bo, it. I bet back you can throw it. some sweet Les Mis stuff going on. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but New Year's Re- Financial Resolutions. Get your finances in shape for 2022 by Charles Schwab. Written by... Rob Williams, um, he goes to explain, optimize your portfolio and why it's important by saying, focus first and foremost on your overall investment mix. This is the asset allocation. It is the main thing that mm-hmm. drives performance. Um, it says to diversify. You, you always say 80-20, right, Jason? Explain that real quick, the 80-20 with yeah. the asset allocation. Yeah. I mean, I think folks end up in conservative portfolios when they shouldn't. True. I mean, that is like like one of the biggest things here, we do these risk surveys, all this fancy, yeah. you know, ask questions about how you feel at that particular moment. And you <laughs> might've just had a bad day and fought with your husband or wife. And you're just like, I am sad about everything. And so I'm conservative. Mm-hmm. No, no, you can't afford that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, on this optimize is like, like, 
the biggest business buzzword baloney crap. <laughs> make it I good? Is that what it means? Like, I don't even know what that means. That's better than well, making why, your portfolio why the, bad. Why is the allocation so important? And when I say 80-20, where does 80% of your return come from? I mean, it comes from your asset allocation. Right. So that's the point here is that you can't be all in like the conservative safe stuff. And frankly, it may be, it may be wrong at that particular moment. So, um, so I guess in terms of optimizing your asset allocation, I could get behind that, but that's pretty meaningless. Well, um, <laughs> you so, pay somebody to do it like right. us. Oh, right. well, I, the value there is debatable nowadays. <laughs> um, really, we, sure is. We, we spend a day a month on it. So. Well, I think that, I think that there's and a so lot many more time reading. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a lot of tools out there that you can, you can do a less bad job than, than you used to be able to do. And I've always said there's good resources out there. There's ways to do it on your own. So asset allocation is important. Um, it's not rocket science. I think we've talked about it before. Yeah, but there's like a sexy component to this part, like stock picking or yeah. picking. Listen, get aggressive. And, you know, that doesn't mean speculate. Invest for the long term. Invest for the long yeah. term. It doesn't mean speculate. We, we have a uh, episode called Your Risk Tolerance Doesn't Matter. And it's basically speaking to that yeah. whole point. It, it like, sure is. Go back you and diversify. You one. need to add, allocate your investments right, and you need to invest based on what your goals are, not how your I'm again at burritos. I'm again it on this one. Ah. <laughs> I'm for it. I mean, I'm for optimizing, I mean, I'm for it, but, but I'm again all the. I, I think it might stuff like all the baloney about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. It, it uh, probably needs to occur less frequently than what what's advertised. What's resolution for? Let's Jason? rush through this one, guys. This is prepare for the unexpected. I think this is code for have an emergency fund. Yeah, and it's sure part it of the budgeting one too. By yeah, the way. are you guys for having an emergency fund? Heck yes, all I am. the time. Yeah, guys, you need cash for emergencies and your known expenses. You can plan for that. Don't be surprised when you get a flat tire. I'm for resolution four. Prepare for the unexpected. Oh, get a will. Get life insurance. Hey, man. I'm hey, sorry. Resolution 5. <laughs> Whoa, I didn't read this article. <laughs> resolution 5 is man, protect. you saw welcome. where this was going. You're welcome. <laughs> protect your estate. Resolution 5, Jason. What do you think people I'm should do? I'm an expert for a reason. <laughs> get a will. Get some life insurance. Have it reviewed. Uh, I think it's like wills don't need to be that complicated, guys. They really don't. They don't. But you have to have one. And Well, it just takes a little bit of time. And it's weird because you have to talk about how you're going to die. Memento a mori. Yeah. Know that you're going to die, folks. It's going to happen. This is the do as I say, not as I do. I do know you not I have a that. will? I just got to do some updating. I a lot of things have happened since the last update. Like you have two kids that are teenagers and grown up. They're not. I know. But they will be. Exactly. <laughs> they will before you've gotten your will done. No, I won't let you get it, away with that. I mean, above everything else in this, in this uh, New Year's resolution, that is one that I beg you to do. Yeah. There's some Honestly. easy stuff too. Review your beneficiaries. You should do that at least once a year. Right. Beneficiaries on bank accounts, beneficiaries on investment accounts, beneficiaries on life insurance. Don't let it go to someone that's deceased or someone that is no longer in your life. Uh, we've seen that. That's the old horror like story. Like life spouse. Yeah. Uh, that, that's it's something happened. that needs reviewed. So I think that's a great I'm for goal. It. I'm for it. I'm for it. I'm for it. I think you need to... Oh, for it. Sorry. Hey, okay, I'm yeah. for it. I ain't again it. All right. Um, I would say work with your financial advisor if you have one. If you're work paying a the, financial advisor yes, already, they, they should will help be doing you this. Uh, they should. And if, you, if there's the a, right a competent attorney who is not trying to sell trusts, yeah. uh, maybe get with one of them who too. Who will give you a trust if it's what you really need. If it's what you really need, but be careful. We talked about that one once. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Hey, these are five, I think in general, pretty good resolutions. Um, 
wouldn't you say in yeah. general everybody for the most part for it for the most part i'm for it i i think this is great Caleb. I, i'd wrap it up like this don't give up early on these ones if at first you don't succeed try and try again but keep on these things and i have to give a plug a good financial planner is the kind of person that will keep you accountable yeah. kind of like having a personal trainer or a nutritionist will help you Lose weight. and I know I need one of those, man. You don't have to like be cryptic. <laughs> hey, man. Kelsey Gurley at Basic Body Solutions would be a great... Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Hey, you need to stop embarrassing him publicly like that. <laughs> We're all quite out of shape. Some of us and are... And I love you guys, and I want you to take good care of yourself. Some of us are more shapes than others. <laughs> a pair of Hey, shapes. this is a good episode, and guys, last episode of the year. Well, I know. Yeah. Happy 2021, everyone. Yeah. I hope... <laughs> I mean, it should be like 2021. I'm happy it's done. Oh, Ooh, yeah. That's good. There were some good times. There were some bad times. We had a lot of fun. You know what's always mm. a good time? Closing time. Close it out, Caleb. Hey, folks. Thanks for having a drink with us this week. It's time to close out the tab. If you have a question or a topic you want addressed on the Old Fashioned Finance podcast, be sure to email us at speakeasy at oldfashionedfinance.com. We would love to hear from you. Don't forget to share the show with someone you love or just someone who needs a little money muddling themselves. You can stay up to date with all the latest action by following us on Facebook and Instagram. Old Fashioned Finance is brought to you by Blue Jay Financial Group. That's BlueJayFG.com. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, Blue Jay. BlueJayFG.com. <laughs> and produced by Pottery Studios. Studios. We've been your hosts, Jason, Jason, and Caleb. Cheers. Blue Jay Financial Group, LLC, Blue Jay, is a registered investment advisor registered with the state of Ohio. Registration does not imply a certain level of skill or training. The presence of this advertisement on this podcast shall not be directly or indirectly interpreted as a solicitation of investment advisory services to persons of another jurisdiction, unless otherwise permitted by statute. Follow-up or individualized responses to consumers in a particular state by Blue Jay in the rendering of personalized investment advice for compensation shall not be made without first complying with jurisdiction requirements or pursuant to an applicable state exemption. All verbal and written content on this presentation is for information purposes only. Opinions expressed herein are solely those of Blue Jay, unless otherwise specifically cited. Material presented is believed to be from reliable sources and no representations are made by our firm as to other parties' informational accuracy or completeness. All information or ideas provided should be discussed in detail with an advisor, accountant, or legal counsel prior to implementation.